Hello, funky listeners. Hello. Hi. If you're saying hello back, we can't hear you because this is a podcast, but you can hear us. I heard a million voices cry, cry out and were suddenly silenced. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm your host, Peter, and there's also Kyle here. Hi. Hi. So, um, I don't know if any listeners will remember this, Kyle, but in our ninth episode that we ever did, which was almost seven years ago, God, we we did <laughs> we did an episode about the um, musical inspirational video that Mr. T did in back in 1984 mm-hmm. called "Mr. T's Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool." Yes, um, I I remember that. Yeah. That was uh, that's a that's a, just a gem of the '80s in itself, and it is online. You know, people have uploaded it. Um, I, I'm going to try not to compare today's thing too much to that, um, but there are some definite like parallels. So I, I was thinking recently the other day, I was like, man, I really wish you know, I I want to find more <laughs> obscure things from the past. That, like, why did this exist? Similar to that that Mr. T thing. And lo and behold, I realized, oh, he actually did an album as well <laughs> called Mr. T's Commandments. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, I know what we're, we're doing this week. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Mr. T actually wrote the song Ten Crack Commandments that was performed by Biggie. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More like the Ten No Crack Commandments. Yeah, um, the Ten No, do- no Dope Commandments. Yeah, so the deal with this is that um, this was also 1984. Um, I've been trying to find which... So these these are really... So that other that video he did and this album are really the only two primary musical things that he's done that I'm aware that of. That upsets me. Um, but I can, And they were both in 1984, but I can't figure out which one came first. But they both have similar themes of, like, inspiring kids... In all the with all these messages of like stand up for yourself, don't do drugs, respect your parents. Yeah, Mr. T is <laughs> is a very inspirational figure. Yeah, well, so. I think he was back then too, because I mean he was uh, such a popular icon, and I think that popularity he clearly wanted to use that as a platform for him to spread positive messages to children, especially. Um, which I think, you know, that that's admirable in itself. Yeah. I do want to um, go back and cover a fact about sure. his album. Uh, it says here that he released his album, uh, Mr. T's Commandments, in 1984 uh, alongside his educational video, which we talked about. However, that educational video was actually sort of the what do you call it, promo single for his second album titled Mr. T's Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool. Okay, so this did come first. Yes. It sounds like Be Somebody or Be Somebody's Fool. It features music from his apparent film of the same title. Well, so that was the video that we covered in that episode. So I think I'm what I'm guessing is that there was an actual like music album featuring the songs from that video. Ah. And that appeared that appeared after this Mr. T's commandments, I believe. I realized that gotcha. we're we're having to sort out the whole canon of the Mr. T legacy. <laughs> this is important for the fans, Peter. <laughs> um but yeah, so actually technically um Mr. T's commandments oh it was an EP. So it's only seven songs. Um it's only about a half hour long or so. Mm-hmm. So it's not 
like a full on album, but I think for the purpose of what it is and considering it's for kids, I think it makes sense. Anyway, since it is fairly short, we're going to go through each song individually because we have time. Um, yes. And I also think that most of them are worth discussing individually. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say before we get started. I guess not. Oh, actually, there, there is one thing I will cover because uh, I said basically, you know, he had all these ideas for like spreading good the good word to children. And, you know, this and the other thing were both about like, don't do drugs, you know, be a stand up person, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was the first time I was listening to this album earlier this week, I was thinking this is just screaming the Reagan administration. <laughs> um, and funny enough, I actually looked into it. He was inspired to do this album and the other video after meeting Nancy Reagan in the winter of 1983. Oh yeah. There's a really famous photo of her sitting on his lap. Like, yeah. The, white house christmas party or something yeah so they they invited the reagans invited mr t to the white house um to re i guess to look at their uh christmas decorations that they had put up and then there is yeah you're right and there is a famous photo of him kind of half dressed as santa but he's also very much (laughs) mr t and um there's a picture of nancy reagan sitting on his lap giving him a kiss on the head so I, I guess when they met i think i guess he was already a pretty big fan of the reagans um but then when they met you know uh, it sounded like they hit it off pretty well. Um, and I guess Nancy recruited Mr. T for her Just Say No project, um, which I think also ended up with him doing some like anti-drug PSAs nah. in addition to this. But I think this, and I don't know exactly what the connection is or if they had any involvement in him making these albums, but basically, he, if nothing else, he was very inspired by that meeting um, mm-hmm. to create this. So... I, I'm not too surprised by that connection, obviously. But um, so I, I guess that that's a little bit of context going into this. Context with Mr. T is always good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess, all right, let's start with the first song then. Um, Mr. T's Commandment, singular, not like plural, like the name of the EP itself. So really, this is, I mean, I mean obviously it's the introduction to the album. And really, um, this song is about respecting your parents. The lyrics in this song, as in all the other ones, are, I wouldn't want to say dumbed down, but they're pretty basic. Yeah. And, you know, there's no beating around the bush. I think the the main lyric goes, um, honor thy mother and father, the Bible makes it clear. If you break the rule, God help you fool. You got Mr. T to fear. (laughs) Um, And uh, I don't know if I mentioned specifically, but um, he's rapping this whole time. So... (laughs) The, I, I think we'll have to play a clip just because I don't think I can describe yeah. it with words very well. But um, let's give a quick listen to this. You can count them in, they'll stand right by your side. When all seems lost at any cost, your parents will provide. Believe it, because every word is true. I can talk all day, but the rest is up to you. Honor that mother and father, the Bible break the rule, God help you, fool, you got Mr. T to fear. One thing I will say about this song, more so than others, but overall, whoever edited this music together made his voice too soft, because I had to crank up the volume on my headphones 
to understand what he was saying. And I was like, this this album is in desperate need of like the bouncing ball subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did notice the mixing was a little off on some of these songs, um, if not all of them. Um, so yeah, you you have a legitimate point there. It could also be the upload quality, since we both found this on YouTube. Maybe it's like been compressed and compressed and compressed, you know. So yeah, um, that's a possibility. That's why we have to find the original. We ha- I have to find the original vinyl uh, for authenticity. Um, well, yeah, I mean, according to Discogs, this was released on vinyl. Um, My God, in '84, so it, there is it is out there. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> that's actually. Uh, I would buy that. I don't even have a record player. <laughs> but the half the fun is like randomly finding it in a record bin, not yeah, just true. buying it on you know eBay or whatever. Right. So it, it, I, I will be on the hunt for it for sure. Cool. Um, so what do you think of this song overall? Uh, I didn't know Mr. T was a God-fearing man until this song. So... Yeah, I am. I've known a little bit. I'm not like, in, I don't I'm no, know like a whole lot about Mr. T, but um, I have sort of known that I guess he was a pretty like self-reclaimed Christian. Um, I was curiously surprised that he was like straight up calling out the Bible in this song. Yeah, I, know, I mean, but, yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I kind of assumed he was Christian, but I didn't realize he was Christian enough to do like a Christian sort of song, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh, fun fact. At least a fact that I didn't know. Uh, his name actually isn't Mr. T, which makes me sad. Uh, it's Lawrence Turod. I'm butchering this. T-U-R-E-A-U-D. All the vowels. Mm, okay. Uh, and he was born in Chicago, Illinois. So, oh. he's from my hood. <laughs> oh, and his father uh, was a minister, so that makes all the oh, more okay. sense now. I didn't know that. So... Um, Mr. T-Fax. You know, you know. I will say this about this song, more so about this song specifically than the EP as a whole. There are a few more cases of this that I'll mention later on, but um, I found that the, you know, putting aside the fact that it's Mr. T rapping about the Bible, I found that the, <laughs> the music in this album, like the synth music especially, and um, particularly in this song, I felt was actually pretty good. Um, that's that's the funniest thing kind about of this album. Enjoying it a lot. Go ahead. The music is good. Yeah. Mr. T's low energy rapping is not, <laughs> and the he, the juxtaposition of the two makes the whole album hilarious. Yeah. Um. And it's it it, it definitely is his own style of rapping because he's kind of just shouting words at you. <laughs> Mr. T only has one volume. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I, I do recognize that the music itself actually was pretty good, especially if you're into that kind of 80s synth music. I think it's actually like enjoyable to listen to for that reason. This song and the one and only Mr. T that we'll talk about later. Um, I, I think we're probably my top two just from that perspective. Um, but overall, like I, I kept thinking like, man, you know, like, it's not bad music and this is actually one that I, I listened to it several times throughout this week partly just to get into it for this conversation but also because like you know it's not bad it's not something bad to listen to and have in the background mm-hmm. you know if you can get over the fact that it's <laughs> of what it is what um, I want to know is did you listen to this out loud at work while, while your co-workers were around no 
But um, yeah. So I I will say that for it. Um, yeah. So that's cool. No, I mean the, that's the music isn't bad. It's just one of those things where I I can't get over the fact that it's just Mr. T shouting at me. Um, <laughs> brush your teeth, fool. Uh, because yeah, that 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 is his whole persona, I guess. But um, I have to say, Mr. T's commandment wasn't one of my favorite songs in the album. My two favorites okay. were. Mr. T was made for love. Uh, or Mr. T, Mr. T parentheses, he was made for love, excuse me. Uh, mm. And the same one you said, Peter, though, one and only Mr. T. Yeah, that's pretty good. But um, I do like his message in the second song, though, too. But I think it's an important message that in modern times, especially with the <laughs> advent of, like, Uber and chat rooms god I, I sound like an old man now uh, with the kids with the <laughs> chat rooms and the, uber and chat rooms i never thought up, i'd hear those together pull up your pants <laughs> but yeah no the second song i think has a very important message that um our generation and, pri- and generations after us should adhere to and that is don't talk to strangers which is actually the t- title of the song <laughs> yeah like, like we said it's not very those messages aren't very subtle here um no but again, it's for kids, so I guess there can't be too much subtlety or it doesn't really work. Um, yeah. Or maybe we're just <laughs> underestimating the brain power of the children. Children. Um, this is probably my... From a from a perspective of just listening to it as music, this is probably my least favorite song. Um, yeah. Just because it's more... Of, it almost feels like a slow love ballad, almost. <laughs> um, but it's basically... And it's not even really... S- there's not very much singing in it. It's just kind of soft music, and then, you know, there's the backup singers and whatever. And Mr. T's basically mm-hmm. saying, like, hey, someone might drive up to you and say, hey, I know your parents, get in my car. Um, but he's saying, like, don't trust that person. Uh, later in the song, he says, if someone knocks on the door, don't open it. There's a lock on the door. That's what it's for. Um, which, to me, as an introvert, is hilarious, because it's like, if anyone ever knocks on my door, I'm not going to fucking answer. Um, be like, where the hell are you? Yeah. I, this reminds me of a funny tweet I saw a long time ago that's very current. Uh, it said, like, uh, kids, as kids in the 90s, we were taught not to talk to strangers online, and we were taught not to get into strangers' cars. In 2019, we hail strangers online to get in their cars. <laughs> yeah. Don't you trust a word that he says? I do agree that like the the melody is is it doesn't fit the subject matter. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. It does not like, it does not fit the mess. I mean, if he's trying to come at it from being more like sitting you down and being like, "Hey, I'm going to have a serious conversation about this." Then I sort of get it, but it it does it's it doesn't fit the flow of the whole album. <laughs> no. Because the rest of it's fairly upbeat, so I don't know. This one just didn't really hit right with me. Um, but he got the message across, so that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. But did he, though? <laughs> well. <laughs> um, so the third song is called The Toughest Man in the World. 
which uh, interestingly is not strictly about Mr. T, although I think he kind of compares the concept to himself uh, throughout the song. Um, I actually kind of like the message of this one. Um, yeah. And there there might have been one like this in the Don't Be Somebody's Fool as well. Uh, uh, basically, the, the message of this song is the toughest man in the world is the one who knows when not to, like, fight somebody or knows when to, like, step away from a bad situation. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And I think that's something that we don't necessarily hear enough. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and certainly not 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 from, like, uh, conveyed to kids a lot. Especially. Yeah, like, so, you know, it's sometimes being tough doesn't mean fighting or doesn't mean escalating a situation. It means knowing to walk away. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I don't think enough people are taught that. Uh, I know even personally, sometimes you get in situations where it's like, you know, you should walk away, but you're angry. So you escalate it, even though escalating, it makes things worse. Right. Uh, and yeah, I don't think, especially boys, cause it kind of goes against that whole, masculine sensibility that boys are taught you know you have to be tough you have to be strong mm-hmm. so being an aggressor in those situations it kind of coincides with that whereas you know walking away from a situation uh de-escalating is kind of seen as as mm-hmm. sissy or whatever or weak right so. yeah and i think i think he says something along those lines i don't have the lyric i, I don't think i could find the lyrics to any of these songs but i think he says something along those lines of like, hey, people might say that you're a square or that you aren't tough enough, but like you're doing the right thing, basically. Mm-hmm. If you take care of today, you have a shot. If you have got what it takes to break away, because the toughest man in the world is the one who knows the right way to go. The toughest man in the world is strong inside. He'll ever hide. He follows the code of honor when he's up against the wall. The man who tries to won't say dies the toughest man of all. I think if they made this song nowadays, it probably would get some flack for being so pointed toward boys. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is clearly the audience for that song. Um, yeah. Well, but I, uh, yeah, overall, it applies to everybody. Not to get too political, but you remember that? I don't know if you remember. There was a Gillette ad that came out like, like probably like six months ago at this point. That kind of had a similar message. Mm. They had all these uh, different shots, kind of showing you know what you could define as quote toxic masculinity. Mm. Uh, boys being you know fighting with each other, guys being uh, what's the word misogynistic or catcalling, and. In all those situations, they showed people kind of saying, hey, that's not cool, or hey, boys, stop fighting. And it kind of pointed a finger at, you know, men and even fathers in general, just saying, like, you know, we need to stop reinforcing Hmm. this singular identity of what masculinity is. And it got a lot of flack, you know, for basically calling men out and saying, like, hey, stop teaching your kids, your boys to be violent. Are, are we saying they got flack from, like, the extremist masculine? Yeah, it didn't get flack from your average person. It got flack from the same people that reinforce toxic masculinity. Oh, okay. the, the sort of, 
the sort of misogynistic bro types that, you know, have one singular definition of what masculinity is. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that same message, that same message is being told 30 years mm. later and it's still not being received. So mm. well, maybe, maybe they need Mr. T to do it again. I think they do. I think to, they need to, to remind everyone. Mr. T would actually be a really good, um, Gillette salesman because of how he shaves his head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was actually just watching last night um that Key and Peel skit that they did. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Which one? That uh it, it pairs <laughs> I just said the <laughs> the one the one that parodies the whole Mr. T PSA thing. Oh um, no, I don't think I've seen that. I need to oh, see it. Oh, it's this. so good. Hold it's on. so good. And it yeah, it will I'll pause for a second so you can watch that. It's amazing. Mr. T never make fun of the way a man dresses. Way a man dresses is his business. Remember that. Whether it's overalls, chains, or feather earrings, however they dress, it's not to be joked about. I pity the fool that judges another man's clothing. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's a rare form of male pattern baldness. Oh my god, I'm dying. Oh my god. Okay, anyway, was... so you th- you saying that thing about his hair got me on that yeah. thing. Oh god, I forgot how funny that is. I was going to um, say we it's need also to... extremely accurate to like the source material. I'm impressed. I was going to say we need to keep this in and just have like that five minutes of me just laughing for nothing. <laughs> I'll throw a clip in there of, the, oh. of that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so where were we? Um, I forgot. We got totally sidetracked. We were talking about his hair. I don't remember. Oh, masculinity. That's where that came from. Maybe. Yes. Hair and masculinity. Then razors. Right. Um, well, let's move on to track four. Uh, let's get halfway through this. <laughs> We've been talking longer than I thought we would. Um, this is what we mentioned earlier. Uh, Mr. T, Mr. T, in parentheses, he was made for love. This one <laughs> stands out for its own reason. This one doesn't seem kid-friendly. Well, it's weird, but... <laughs> It's weird. Okay, I can think. I'll tell you two reasons, listeners, why this is a weird song. Um, well, I mean, there's more than two, but for one, in the middle of his kids' album, we're like, "Hey, we're gonna have these lady singers sing about why they love Mr. T <laughs> and why why they're in love with him." <laughs> and two, it's like I like how the the tracks go: respect your parents, don't talk to strangers, you know, <laughs> be a stand up person, uh, whatever. And then this and the next song are both just like, Mr. T is awesome. <laughs> you can only get four songs in without talking about himself. <laughs> so this one, I, I don't love this song, um, but I also find it hilarious. Yeah. Like, this isn't one I really would like go out of my way to listen to, but it, I just find it hilarious that it exists. Um, it, it, it reminds me... I don't know. It reminds me of, like, the Jackson 5 singing it or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it it just feels really out of. I mean, every song on this whole damn thing sounds like it's out of place. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, it's pretty funny. I guess we can play a clip of this.
I like I like that one of the lines is he's five foot ten. It's like that's an average height. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I actually was reading a review of this, and they mentioned that, and they're like, "Why did they mention that? It's not that tall." <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That'd be like me. He's five foot seven. He's a short man from heaven. Oh, I like that. Uh, did you have anything else you want to say about this one? I know you said it was one of your favorites. I really hope that someone somewhere played this during coitus. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> There's still time. Oh jeez! Oh boy! Um, I I'll move on to the the next one, I guess. Track five, the one and only Mr. T. Um, this is the other song that's about himself, and this one is more directly him singing about himself, or quote unquote singing, or quote unquote rapping, however you choose to see it. I this like I said, this is one of my other favorite songs. Um, partly because of just the good music behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's also kind of fun too. It sounds like it would be like the intro song to like a Mr. T cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And why isn't there a Mr. T cartoon? I don't know. Was there ever an A-Team cartoon? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, we're getting to the point where I think there's not really a whole lot to say. I mean, like, if you listen to the song, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah. There's only so much of a philosoph- philosophical conversation we can have about some of this. Um, the the next one is important though yeah well I will say really quick that I think if I if I were ever having a conversation which I'm sure I just knowing myself I know I at some point I will bring up any conversation about Mr. T's musical endeavors of the 80s mm-hmm. and not that anyone would ever say this but if they did say hey what's an example of a song that he did this might be one that I would point them to because yes. it's unapologetically Mr. T yes and it's musically pretty good too. So, if a song could wear like seventeen gold chains, this would be it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a highlight. Um, so you mentioned the next song. Yes, I think the next song, similar to "Don't Talk to Strangers," has an important message of no dope, no drugs. Ah, uh, I like that he specifically which is also singled, the title. I like that he specifically singles out dope. Mm-hmm. Dope being the worst of the drugs, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> this is an interesting one. And again, like after him singing about himself for a couple of songs, he's like, okay, I gotta go back to the real messages here. <laughs> yeah, obviously, <laughs> there's, no, there's no secret that this one's about don't, not doing drugs. So let's listen to a clip of that. You okay the way you are. Learn to like yourself. Love and daddy's love. Don't need no body else. Don't hang around with anyone who's tripping and drugging out. Take it from me, Mr. T. It's better to do without. Everybody say, you don't need no dope. 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 You don't need no
This one's kind of amusing. I, I, I think just the way he goes about saying, like, base, I, not exactly, but basically, you know, if you're doing drugs, you're whack. And you're probably going to end up in jail if you get caught doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I like the line where he says, like, you can get it anywhere from school or from a friend. And he's he's almost making it sound exciting when he says that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's trying to say, like, you know, you might end up in this situation anywhere, but he's basically saying, like, you can get drugs anywhere. <laughs> you can get them from a mailbox. Yeah. You can get them at the coffee shop. But I think this is another one where um, he's basically saying, like, if you say no, some people might say you're square or whatever, but, like, just stand up for yourself, basically. Yeah. it's um, So the message you, is there. Did you have Dare as a kid with Officer McScruff or McGruff, whatever, the weird talking I dog? I think so. I believe so. I, I'm having trouble remembering back that far in my life, but. I forgot what D.A.R.E. stands for now, because obviously it didn't work on me, but, um... Drugs are really dumb. Drugs are really exciting. Wait. Drugs are really dumb, that spells dard. <laughs> I don't think I know how to spell. <laughs> Man, obviously, I'm the worst. Obviously, it didn't work on you either. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Oh. <laughs> God. It's just so funny, because, like, in the 90s... You know, when, when when they were talking about D.A.R.E., really, mainly, they were talking about pot, because that was, obviously, the most widely available drug. Uh, hmm. And now, in both states we live in, it is it is legal. So, this is true. Officer McScruff failed in his duties. So, the last song, track seven, is You Gotta Go Through It. I like, um, I like the message of this one, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. This is this is kind of similar to the toughest man in the world. I think this is one that you don't really hear that often, especially in the realm of kids stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, the the message of this one, at least from what I got of it, was you know if you want to be successful in life, you basically have to put the work in, and you're probably gonna have to deal with a bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. um, in order to get there. But it's worth it. That's actually one of the lines. <laughs> <laughs> Foo. Anyway, I, I think that's, like, probably one of the most important things you can learn as an adult, but it's kind of overlooked a lot of the time, especially, like, with the with the children. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's a good message. Yes. He put his fool with the things life is fair. Living in a house without no Working on a job that keeps you beat, but you gotta stand tall. Everybody stand up. Why? Because you gotta go through it if you wanna get to it. Are you willing to try? Everybody stand up. Cause you gotta go through it. You wanna get to it. Are you willing to try? Yeah, I mean, I like the beat of it. I like the message. I like that apparently it's, yeah, it's like 80% just the female backer- backing singers. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, among the, um, I don't know, staff is the right word. The, the basically the, the credits on this uh, album uh, is Ice T. <laughs> he uh, he either wrote or at least strongly influenced the direction of the rap in uh, four songs on this. For, from what I, I didn't really look into this, and I don't really know the whole chronology of Ice T's career, 
but I'm pretty sure this was like there. It was after his first single, but it was before like he really like became big. Do you think in professional <laughs> settings they call Ice T Mr. T? I mean, I'm sure, like, on his tax forms, he's known as Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T is my father. I'm Ice T. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to make that joke. That's funny. Um, yeah, so I, I guess Mr. T himself didn't really write the rap here, which probably isn't too surprising. Um, but it is funny that it was written by basically another T. <laughs> yes. Um, I like ice so, cubes uh, in my ice tea. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I guess I was thinking of ice cube the whole time. You, you were? <laughs> no. Yeah. God. No, ice tea's the guy that was on Law and Order. Uh, I think he has a fairly famous rap song called Colors that came out in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's about, like, gangs wearing different colors and shit. Oh, okay. Uh, he kind of was one of the what do you call it, forefathers of that kind of 80s rap where it's like, oh, that 80s rap sounded just like this. <laughs> and I went to the hat store and I bought myself a hat. <laughs> That's every rap song from the 80s ever. Jesus. Um, well, anyway, for so for Ice-T fans, uh, this is some of, uh, features some of his early work indirectly, I suppose. Um, even though obviously he wasn't performing. I'm skimming through the uh, review that you linked to, um, trying to find who wrote it so I can credit them, but I don't know. Oh. I read um, a couple. Um, and yeah, they basically came to the same conclusion as me. It's like the, the synth and the underpinning music is good, but what not is not good is Mr. T's rapping. <laughs> he literally <laughs> writes, what I am not fine with is Mr. T's rapping. Dear God, the rapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i i i think you you really have to go into this n- not taking it seriously oh not at all as a work of music um but if you can go into it with that and especially if you are someone who enjoys this kind of music i think it's actually not a bad listen surprisingly yeah um yeah and i'm personally a huge like this is gold for me like finding obscure weird ass stuff that like could only exist in a very specific time period um and you wonder like why does this exist i love stuff like that so this is this is a good one so this is funny so i don't remember if we talked about this when we talked about the the be somebody be somebody's fool we probably did but i just Mm -hmm. want to remind all our listeners about how great this video was it apparently showcases the emerging talents of, as you said, Ice-T, Fergie. uh, Ice-T was in the other one, too? Yes. Um, New Edition with Bobby Brown. uh, And who else do I recognize? No one else. I don't know who Janice Cowway is. Yeah. But it's got Fergie and Ice-T, so that's cool. Uh, And Mr. T. Apparently Ice-T and Mr. T are good friends. They both grew up on T Street. Uh, no, they grew up on different streets, but there was a T intersection. Oh, I like it. One grew up on Ice Street, and one grew up on Mister Street, and it was a T intersection. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Literally uh, the lamest, <laughs> lamest that joke. Joke I could... went exactly where it needed to. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, though, I'm, I'm glad we found this. And I'm actually surprised that it took us this long to find it, but um, I'm glad that we did. And I'm glad that it, it exists, too. Yes. Because it's an it's a interesting uh, little thing from the mid-'80s. So that's fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our uh, slightly late review of Mr. T's Commandments. <laughs> um, sorry we didn't get this out in 1984, but we weren't born yet. Yeah, man. We're like 35 years late to review this album. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, so, it, I, like I said, we reviewed the other Mr. T thing like at the very beginning of this podcast, so I don't know if... I didn't go back and listen to it, so I don't know how, how good the quality is of it, but uh, we did talk about that. There are other episodes, though, that are much more recent than that that you can listen to on getyourfunk.com. That's pretty much it. If you want to talk to us, you can... Go to facebook.com slash getyourfunk. We also have a Mr. T tip jar. It's not actually Mr. T themed. It's just a tip jar, but tip starts with a T. Um, uh, at getyourfunk.com slash just the tip. I don't remember what the, the link is, whatever. There's a uh, lot of them now because we kept saying different things. So I, made, <laughs> I just made all of them so that they would all work. Um, where you can pay me $15 so I can buy the Mr. T vinyl. Uh, oh boy support my bad habits please um this has been your host kyle and this has been your host peter thanks for listening uh if you want go find it online this this album if not then well that's fine too you probably heard enough (laughs) we listen to it so you don't have to (laughs) basically Uh, all right bye. bye